from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. Monday night from the Circus Sportsbook in downtown Las Vegas. Sean King. Yes. Looking dapper. He's even wearing shoes today. He must have been doing something before the show because Lord knows he doesn't wear shoes for me. New week, new me. I am back from uh, from vacation. A uh, little trip to San Diego. Had a wonderful time. You were just there. I was. You warmed it up for Wonderful me. city. Great city. Great weather. And uh, back in time to, uh, to get things going. Um... Sean has uh, how many sweats tonight? So I have the A's plus one and a half, okay. which look really good. They were up 5-3 just a moment. 10 minutes ago. Now they're down one. Yankees have runners on second and third. I need the Angels first five, okay. and then just I have underway. Orioles for the game. All right. That's what we're, we're keeping an eye on. Orioles, Mariners tonight. Uh, Orioles, a, uh, a dog there. Um, Angels... Fresh off of the uh, dispensions that were handed down for the melee uh, in Anaheim. They were getting after it a little bit, man. They were. Yeah. Uh, Phil Nevin uh, will be uh, what, out 10 games. We'll get to some of those suspensions a little bit later on in the show. But, uh, yes, Orioles and Mariners just about to get going. Uh, what would you get the Orioles at? Looks like they're... Plus 136, I okay. think, yeah, was looks, the number. Yep, looks like 136 or so. So, yeah. uh, got the... Got, Got the O-Birds, Han. Going to be cheering for them. I am. And, See if uh, we could make a couple of dollars on a Monday. Today, we will start our summer-long breakdown of all 32 NFL teams. We call it summer conditioning. I'm okay. sure Sean's favorite uh, thing about... Well, the off-season program is important. Uh, extremely important. How much did you dread that, by the way? It is now, uh, now 8-5, to five, Yankees. Yeah. Why? I'm going to need some work. You coined a phrase very early on in our show when I would when I would you know bet those stinky lines in college football. And you come in tonight. Yeah. And you bet the Oakland Athletics, the only team worse than the Cincinnati Reds in baseball. <laughs> and you bet the Oakland Athletics, and I'm going to say this with all, with all the kindness in my heart, you like pain. Well, I love Blackburn, the pitcher, and my mistake was I should have just took him first five. Mm. 
and I'd have the ticket cashed already. You would. You'd yeah. have a victory. But I got a chance to get Oakland plus one and a half at plus 130, and I talked myself into that mistakenly. Well, uh, hey, you never well, it's know. it's not over. Not over yet. Yeah, five yeah. runs here in the five bottom, in the of, the bottom of the seventh. They're still not out of it yet. So, not ideal, uh, but uh, it is now eight to five Yankees. Uh, Sean uh, going to be rolling with the Orioles uh, on the road at Seattle, and uh, A's and White Sox underway scoreless in the bottom of the second inning. We do have some business at hand. Yes, we do. Uh, go ahead and put yourself a little check mark, Sean. A.J. Griffin dropping to number uh, six. Yep, that's already done. A nice victory for you. So you're in the win column. Don't now, ever doubt me when two. it comes to my dookies. <laughs> what a – I mean, I know I, I don't want to relitigate everything because it's Monday and it all has passed. We'll talk to Patrick Everson a little bit more about how the books fare with it. But, man – I'm sure being on the air Thursday night with Scott had to have been uh, had to have been pretty interesting. It Just the, was the wacky it nature was. of the NBA draft, and you know we signed off on Wednesday. I'm trying to get things ready for the trip when I got home from work, and I I can't keep my eyes off of the odds. Just going berserk, and then in the morning we get the Woj tweet that it will be Jared. Uh, it will be Jabari, uh, Smith. Jabari Smith going one, and then Pella Montero goes one. It was, yeah, we it talked was about it ad nauseum last I'm week. I'm sure you did. I got unlucky. My vacation fell the week before the NBA draft. And because I wasn't here, the odds to go number one was not on my mind. Because at the time, the week before, Apollo Ventura was 20 to 1. Yeah. And as a Duke diehard, I would have played that. Just a just tumor. Yeah. Just because. And, well, and I gave a shout out to uh, – to Gil Alexander, I thought he really did a great breakdown uh, last week uh, about th- those odds, and I think he got it eight nine to one. I think there were some other folks at the network, and you know, basically what they said was there was there was no there was no lean one way or another, and ultimately the the Halabonchero comes home. So congrats to anyone uh, that cashed it made made things interesting. So I'm sure that was a fun show on Thursday night. Tough weekend for me though. Tough tough weekend. What happened? I really thought my Lightning oh, were going to force yeah. a game seven. Uh, extremely disappointed in the third period and our lack of ability to get shots on Kemper. Kemper was ready to fold, and I think we had, like, what, two shots on goal the entire third period. It was disgusting. Well, hats off to the Colorado Avalanche. Much-deserved Stanley Cup for this group. It's cool to see Sockett and all those guys. You know, have that level of success, but it was bittersweet for me. Yeah, one nothing after one period. You probably were feeling... I was feeling okay. Okay. Yeah. Ultimately, two to one. Interesting though, uh, Sean, when how how this series played out. So the first three games all go over. Mm-hmm. Last three all go under. And game six. I, I mean, think the- I was on the wrong side of every game. <laughs> <laughs> Puck Stradamus did not finish strong. Puck Stradamus <laughs> whimper at the end yeah. for Puck Stradamus. Oh my goodness. Um. Well, we got we got. A lot to get to. Mentions uh, summer conditioning. We will talk uh, some Dallas Cowboys today. My guy, Nui. Nui Scruggs will join us bottom of the hour. We'll get some thoughts on the favorite, but those odds have dropped a little bit. If you think the Cowboys are going to win, you can get some plus money on the Cowboys. So we'll talk some Cowboys. Uh, We'll talk to Nui Scruggs bottom of the hour. We'll talk about their additions. And then uh, top of next hour, we'll get into all of the, uh, the season totals. You know, Dak Prescott to win MVP, Micah Parsons off of Defensive Rookie of the Year. Can he win Defensive Player of the Year? All of those uh, we will get to, uh, and we will do this uh, throughout the summer. So we will break down. I think this week we're doing all the NFC East teams, and then uh, you know, new division will start 
on Friday. So I'm going on vacay Thursday, Friday. Can we make sure we get the Commanders? I think we're getting them Wednesday. Before I, yeah. I believe we're going to do Commanders Because I'm all Team Washington. I know. Oh, did you see their tweet today, Sean? Uh, I missed it. Ooh, Carson Wentz looking strong with his ginger beard, QB1, getting people fired up. You got any uh, yacht connections? I do not. Because I heard uh, Mr. Snyder's in France yeah. refusing uh, a subpoena. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's been, a, it's been a very quiet offseason for, uh, for that organization. So uh, This will be his uh, farewell tour probably. So I expect the guys to rally around that. That would be, yeah, yeah, because players love Dan Snyder. <laughs> no, rally around the fact they're getting him out of there. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's not happening. I would love it to. The, I'm all on the command. That would be the I know you are. That would be the best yeah. thing that could possibly happen to that organization. It would give them actual hope, but that's not happening. But we'll talk about the commanders on Wednesday. You can that's a perfect send-off into vacation for you. That you talk about sweet. your Washington Commanders. Sweet. We'll do Eagles tomorrow, Commanders on Wednesday, and then the Giants on Thursday, and, which which would be great. We'll get Scott Seidenberg in here and he could talk about his Giants. And by the way, uh the Cincinnati Reds took two of three. From the San Francisco Giants this weekend. Oh, so that's wonderful. Are they are they still the worst team in the National They're League? just incremental steps. Okay, I just no, I just see I am a what what do you say? I'm a news reporter. I just report the facts. News anchor. Um so are they the worst team in the National League? They just took two of three no, from the Giants. No, 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 no. I'm asking you a question. No, no, no. I'm just I, giving you an update. Okay. Yeah. Was that before or after they we lost? Still got seven time to August eleventh. Don't worry about it. Okay. So just a reminder, folks, for some reason, Sean. Um, likes the Cincinnati Reds, who remain the worst team in the National League, 25 and 47. Uh, we have two cigar bets uh, with the Reds. You see the White Sox lately? Uh, I see that they have I feel pretty good about nine it. more wins than the Cincinnati Reds, so yeah. I feel pretty good about where I, I stand there. And uh, also, Sean said the Reds will be within five games of the Milwaukee Brewers on August 11th. Uh, they are currently 15 and a half games back of said Milwaukee Brewers. I think we're going to chop that one. Yeah. Because so, they don't catch the White Sox. The White Sox are abysmal. As are the Reds, who are the worst team. They're less that. abysmal. No, they're not. No, they're not. But it's okay. I, I like winning bets. And I like, you know, I like easy bets. Hey, I want to point this out. Um, got a little tweet. Do you remember this game? Scott Strassmeyer, the uh, Navy sports information director, he is, uh, he, he's been doing Navy football for many, many years. Okay. He tweeted us. He's a big Cowboys fan, so he, he uh, retweeted our, uh, a tweet about, the, uh, about today's show, and he said, here's an obscure piece of trivia for you, meaning me. Mm-hmm. Sean King was on the call of Ricky Dobbs' first career start. It was a Tuesday night game. Against Northern oh, yeah. Illinois, absolutely in DeKalb, Man, listen, Illinois. I never been that cold in my life. <laughs> Cause like, if I don't know if you ever called a game at NIU, but no, like they I have like you know how the press box is normally attached to the stadium. Mm-hmm. Theirs is outside of the press box in a makeshift little thing that's in the stands, so it wasn't insulated and it was freezing. I brought my and purchased my first pea coat. In my life, on that trip, Scott said it was a Tuesday. It was Tuesday night football action. Two two days before Thanksgiving, he said it had to have been twenty degrees. Oh, it was with freezing. Thirty mile an hour. It was freezing that night. Here's the trivia question I asked to you: Do you remember who won and what the score was? 
Uh, I feel like Northern, you on the spot. Northern Illinois had that quarterback that had a little run there. He was pretty darn good. I think Larry English was a defensive end for NIU. I think in Northern Illinois won a tight game late. I think Jerry Kill was the head coach. Navy shut him out. 16 to nothing. Yeah, I don't that's, I was thinking about another game at the yeah. camp. You had snot coming down your nose like yeah. uh, like Lloyd and D- Dumb and Dumber. So, no, the uh, brothers don't do well in the cold. Well, Ricky, Ricky Dobbs did. First career start, 124 yards on the ground. So uh, there you go. Maybe we'll over the uh, offseason here, we'll, we'll talk summer conditioning and obscure Sean King trivia. Last week, it was about the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Today, it's Sean was on the call of the November 2008 Northern Illinois Navy game in negative 10 degree weather. Right, right. We're coming back. Kyrie Irvin is staying put. Yippee. This is the Nightcap on VSIN. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The Sports Betting Network. Are you ready for a fresh start? And we mean a real fresh start with lasting lasting change. Take the Zen 10 Challenge and switch up the way you've been enjoying nicotine. Available in a variety of tastes and strengths, Zen Nicotine Pouches deliver smoke-free and spit-free nicotine satisfaction. Try Zen Nicotine Pouches for 10 days or your money back. Your fresh start is here. Take the Zen 10 Challenge today at zen.com slash 10. That's zyn.com slash 10. Zen nicotine pouches are only for adults 21 and over who currently use tobacco or nicotine. Warning, the product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Alongside former Hamilton Tiger Cat, Sean King. <laughs> when are you going to switch to the Las Vegas Gladiator? I don't know. I got yeah. to sprinkle them in. I played with the Gladiators longer. Did you? Yeah, than I was in Hamilton. Okay. We need to get some good. Uh, we, we need to go back and look at. How many games did you play? You played one or two? For Vegas, yeah. two. Two games. Yeah, one away game, one home game. Where, where was the away game? Um, I don't remember. But that's the game that I broke, like, the most touchdowns. And then you were just out of here. Yeah. Proved I could do it, then I bounced. <laughs> All right, I we, still haven't found any film, actually, of uh, the two-lane periods. So I don't know if that just evaporated, like, into thin air, but I can't find any of it. I need to, I need to do some digging on yeah. – uh, I mean, you can find Sean. a bowl game against BYU. That's about it. All right. Uh, oh, we got something. 
All right, here we go. <laughs> Wait, you played two games and you threw 27 touchdowns? Yeah. <laughs> Just two. <laughs> Wait, only two games and you threw over 228 passes? Did you throw 100 passes no, a game? No, I don't think those are right. Okay. Because I was going to say. I don't feel like I threw 27. I thought I threw like 11 or 12 in one game. and It says you played six games. No. Well, the game that you clearly remember, uh, you threw 10 touchdowns. Yeah, that one. Against the Grand Rapids Rampage. Yeah, what game of the year was that? Number two. Yeah. I think I played one game at home, and that was it. Those must be somebody else's numbers. They're just adding to me. Okay. Yeah. Or maybe you just recall that. Um, maybe my memory's bad, too. I'm not putting that up it, past me. All right, we, we need to, uh, if anyone can. Uh, I'm part of the concussion lawsuit, so I do have lapses. All right. Yeah. If any, well, I mean, you, you did bet money on the Reds, too, to win the division. I actually believe in that wager. That's a horrible wager. Um, but if anyone could verify this or get some game film, I would like to see Sean King, yeah. the Las Vegas Gladiators, against the Grand Rapids Rampage. You threw 10 touchdowns in that game. <laughs> 2007? Yeah. Oh, we got more. Hold on. At Heron Abs. Here it is. On Friday, November 29, 2006, King signed with the Las Vegas Gladiators of the Arena Football League. He threw 10 touchdowns against the Grand Rapids Rampage on March 8th. Uh, but, yeah, it said uh, they released you or did you quit? Well, mutual. Mutual. Yeah. You says you played six games. I don't remember playing six. You just recall the good times. Yeah, maybe they just announced that uh, <laughs> I was no longer with the team until after six. But but there's stats out there. We need to get some verification. Yeah. Anyone out there who can go in the archives and see if uh, Sean actually played six games. But... Yeah, I don't remember playing six games. <laughs> um, I definitely went on one road trip, I feel like. Well, if that game was on the road against the Grand Rapids Rampage. Yeah, and then we played a game at home that I think we lost. Uh, looks like the, uh, you lose the... Yeah, home game against the New Orleans Voodoo. Yes, yes. I remember those two games. I don't remember playing any other games. Okay. Yeah. There's an article from the Associated Press. You want me to read it? Not really, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Gladiators general manager Sam Yankovic. Yeah, Sam Yank said King was hurt early and never achieved the success the team anticipated. Man, it's a whole different ball game from the NFL, and it takes time to get adjusted. Yeah, that was mutual. Arena just wasn't, you know, just Listen, there's a lot of guys that play indoor football, so I'm not going to rag on the league. I just it wasn't it wasn't for me. King played seven seasons in in the Tampa Bay, obviously, in Arizona, in the NFL. He said he was disappointed that his stint in Las Vegas didn't work out, but said he had been contacted by some NFL teams and might consider another AFL offer. True or false? False. King also said he might consider coaching. Well, that was true. True. Yeah. There you go. Vontez Duff was on that team too. Notre Dame. Uh, Vontez stuff. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I'm looking at different things here. So we found, <laughs> we found an article. Uh, Sean. I'd Aaron. love to find some game film if anybody. I want to watch that that'd 10 awesome. touchdown game. Man, that was. Yeah, that, that'd be you probably, awesome. Probably thought you were going to be, you know, the the MVP of the league. Uh, I just got a foul ball in the Orioles game that would have scored two more runs. 
Orioles are up 1-0, though. Sean has the Angels Ori- up 2-0. Sean has the Orioles tonight. Only team laying down to the A's. 5-1 lead wasn't good enough. And uh, you've got the Angels up 2-0, first five. Mm-hmm. And then you had A's plus one and a half. They were up 5-3. to three. Actually, five, up 5-1 one. One after yeah. three. And now we're and down then the seventh to inning 9-5. Happened. Yeah. All right. Uh, we're going to get our summer conditioning started. Newey Scruggs. Newey Scruggs. Bottom of the hour, we'll talk Dallas Cowboys. The favorite to win the NFC East. Should they be? Is it a good bet to make? We'll talk to Newey Scruggs, and we will give our uh, thoughts on the Cowboys uh, a little bit later on in the hour as well. Today was another kind of wacky day in the NFL. Last Thursday certainly was wacky. Today, it sounded like Kyrie Irving might be headed to the Lakers, might be definitely headed out of Brooklyn. Uh, Brian Windhorst on ESPN said the, the Nets were ready to move on from both Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Well, Kyrie stayed because money talks. Sham Sharania from The Athletic and Stadium tweeted out, Brooklyn Nets star Kyrie Irving opting in to his $37 million player option. Irving is bypassing on multiple opt-in and trade scenarios to fulfill his four-year commitment to the Nets and Kevin Durant. There was also a ridiculous quote from Kyrie Irving. I didn't see this. What do you say? Normal people keep the world going, but those who dare to be different lead us into tomorrow. I've made my decision to opt in. See you all in the fall. <laughs> you, I mean, you know can, what that means? Hold, can, I couldn't get big money anywhere else, so I'm going to stay here. Because the deal with the Lakers was he was going to have to take a pay cut. Take a $30 million yeah, pay to cut. to go to the Lakers. So, I mean, that was never, in my opinion, really on the table. Well, and, and the Lakers apparently offered Russell Westbrook in a sign-and-trade. It's like, well, no, that's yeah. not. Why would, the La- why would the Nets do that? Right. Come on, man. Those who dare to be different. You, you opted into a $37 million contract. Yeah. Wow, congrats on being He's, different. <coughs> he sees, Holy shit. He sees the world through a very unique prism. He certainly does. But. On the betting side of things, what does this mean for the Nets, who right now at DraftKings are 7-1 to one to win the championship? KD's coming back. Uh, maybe Ben Simmons will play a game for the Brooklyn Nets. I don't know. So you do have that big three. You missed my air quotes because I, I threw it up there. Uh, so you have Simmons, Kyrie, and Kevin Durant. Uh, I, Kyrie's going to play in... Unless he gets hurt, I mean, you could talk me. In, you could talk me into plus seven hundred on the Nets. Really? Yeah. Just because. I mean, they do have Kevin Durant. If they show any semblance of being completely healthy and playing anywhere near what their potential would be, that number will drop immensely. And that's the only reason I would say I might tinkle with set plus seven hundred. Couldn't do it. I don't love it because I think the East is really tough. I can't, I can't, I can't trust that team. I can't trust Kyrie. But you got to think about this with Kyrie. He's now playing for a big contract. A big contract. So he probably, you probably don't get the best version of him. You would, you would think. <sighs> I have a hard time at seven to one. I mean, what do you think they should be? What number would that no, have to get to? I, I understand. Because I don't think it's going any higher. Oh, it's definitely not going higher. Right. So I mean, if you're a Nets person, if you're a person the last two years. 
that have, have stayed on that wagon with the Nets, because they've basically been favored to win the last two NBA championships, then this is as good as it's, it would have been for you since pre-flop, since when they first you know put this squad together. So I can't do it. I mean, I get it. I, I'd rather have the seven to one ticket and they flame out than have supported the Nets the last two years and then not take the seven and one. But I didn't. I mean, and they put it together, like, right? I mean, they were the. I'm not doing it. I think the, the Milwaukee Bucks are winning the NBA championship next year. They were the favorites to win the title this year. That's what I know. Last yeah. year too. It's crazy. So Kyrie, good job, man. Way to <laughs> way to be strong. Way to be different. Bold. Take that thirty-seven million dollar. I wish. I wish Sean. King. All I'm saying, don't ask for an autograph if Kyrie show up at Circle. What you're gonna ask? No, for don't ask for an autograph I, if I Kyrie. Will, I will not. I'm not an autograph guy. <laughs> Me either. Yeah. Picture either. All right. Former Las Vegas Gladiator Sean King, <laughs> Tim Murray. We start our summer conditioning next with the Dallas Cowboys. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. Baseball predictions made brighter. Join the Born in a Ballpark Challenge presented by Blue Moon to compete free for cash all season. Enter weekly prediction pools to fight for your share. Of $62,500 in total cash prizes, head to DraftKings.com slash Blue Moon. Now to join the action, Blue Moon made brighter. 21 and over only, terms and conditions, and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly. Alongside record-setting Las Vegas Gladiator quarterback (laughs) Sean King, I'm Tim Murray. We are starting our summer conditioning Today, as the summer, I was just making sure with the with the uh, with the calendar, it is officially started. Summer is underway. The longest day of the year is now in the rear view, so we're ready with the Stanley Cup wrapping up yesterday to start our program. And no better way that started than with the Dallas Cowboys and to bring in Newey Scruggs, who has been covering the Cowboys for many years at the NBC affiliate in Dallas, Fort Worth. Newey, uh, appreciate you jumping on. I know you and Sean have a uh, have a pass, so I'll let you guys get to it here in just a sec. But uh, first and foremost, everything kind of starts uh, with the quarterback, Dak Prescott. Um, you know, when you look at this offense and the loss of you know Cedric Wilson and the loss of Amari Cooper and you know, other injuries, what are your expectations of this offense out of the shoot for the Cowboys with a lot of pressure, as there always is, on Dak Prescott? Cedric Wilson, okay, just you know, Cedric Wilson is, is, is a player who who nice guy, but you know, Miami gonna sit around here and figure out real quick that that they spent they overspent the same way they did with Byron Jones when they signed him away from the Cowboys. Um, Dak Prescott, obviously, people want to point the finger at the quarterback. I'll tell you this: I want to look at the offensive coordinator. I don't think the coordinator is as good as people people want to say. And I know Mike Lombardi works for the network all the time, says, you know, there's no rule with his guru. Um, he's got to get better as a play caller. I feel like Amari Cooper was underused. I wouldn't be surprised, depending on who the quarterback is in Cleveland, you know, if Deshaun Watson plays, you know, I think Amari Cooper can have a really good year. Um, they just didn't feature Amari Cooper enough. I mean, you pay a guy $20 million, and, you know, third down, you sit right here 
throw it at Cedric Wilson. What are we doing? Um, <laughs> you know, get the ball to the playmakers, man. Um, you, you got Ezekiel Elliott. You don't want to run the football. So uh, the, 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 the quarterback is, is one issue. But to me, I think the bigger issue is the play caller. And, and there are times when we here in the media have, have wondered, okay, Mike McCarthy, are you going to snatch his play sheet? I mean, you're going to let this guy get you fired, you're going to get fired doing it your way. So uh, I really have to see what Kellen Moore can do this year. Otherwise, I, but the joke I keep making is, you know what, Sean Payton will fix it all next year. <laughs> and when I look at the losses, Randy Gregory is the one that sticks out to me. Randy Gregory, Lyle Collins. I feel Stop like the it. skill players. I just knew it. I feel like skill players, skill players are easily replaceable. Newey sounds like me every night with you. The interior, the interior guys are the ones that are harder to replace. Just talk to me about how both fronts look, offensively and defensively, because Dak seems to push back against using his athleticism. He seems to want to stay in the pocket and prove that he can be a pocket passer. And Michael Parsons had an outstanding year, but a lot of that was because he had help around him. So talk to me about those two lines and how you project them to be during this upcoming season. Oh, boy. All right, man. First off, it's it's Randy Gregory we're talking about, not Randy White, okay? Randy Gregory had six sacks last year. Randy Gregory doesn't play a whole lot. Randy Gregory's a nice player. People sit around here sometimes and overrate some of these Cowboy players. Randy Gregory going to Denver, okay, good luck. I'll say this at Denver. He's a nice player. He ain't no difference maker, okay? He made no Pro Bowls. He's a decent player who, you know, I'll say this, playoff game, missing in action. He sacked nobody. Um, no, nice player. Michael Parsons is the real deal. Tank Lawrence got hurt in the Tampa Bay game, so he was out for the second game. They moved Michael Parsons from linebacker, put him in, and the guy wrecked shop. This guy is the real deal. You talk about he has some help, please. This dude was the help, okay? He was the help. Michael Parsons is the real deal. Tank Lawrence, play some games, man. Got that bag for $20 million a year, ain't seen the Pro Bowl since. So he needs to start producing. But Randy Gregory in the six sacks, you'll be okay. You, you will be all right. This man, he's a nice player, but he ain't no Hall of Famer. People talk about that, acting like they lost a dude with a gold jacket. And I, guess, and, I, and I guess, Nui, just to push back a little bit, is I wasn't really trying to make Randy Gregory into Aaron Donald as much as I was highlighting the fact that they didn't really replace him with something of the same caliber. And, again, the NFL has a full season now of Michael Parsons. You know, they will start to make adjustments based on where he lines up. So I was talking more, have they added anything to replace what they lost on both sides from an interior standpoint? Here's my feeling on that. His six sacks, they can go get the six sacks of the people they put in there. Um, And most of all, more so than looking at Randy Gregory's replacement, you need Tank Lawrence to play 17 football games. Mm -hmm. If Tank Lawrence plays 17 football games, Dorrance Armstrong on the other side, Dexter Fowler, they should run into some sacks between a healthy Tank Lawrence and a Micah Parsons. So I'm really not worried about those guys. More so than worrying about that other end, they got to get something up the middle. They got to stop the run. That's been a problem around here. Is if you want to beat the Cowboys, run up in them. That's that's an issue. And also, the flip side, the offensive line, your center is still light. We'll see what they're going to do with the left guard spot. They're trying to get this guy from Tulsa in there versus Connor McGovern and see what happens. 
Connor McGovern was benched during the year. This is his last. This is his last year before he goes into free agency. So we'll see if this man is going to go out here and actually do what they thought they were could get out of him when they took him in the third round. But the guys they took from Tulsa, uh, Ty, Ty Smith is 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 a young. He's a young guy who had a lot of penalties in the American Athletic Conference. So. We, we'll see. I mean, right now, I don't have a lot of just trust in the O-line because we know Tyron Smith at the left tackle spot ain't going to play 17 games. Been over half a decade since he's played 16, and that added another to the schedule. So this is a problem when you talk about the Dallas Cowboys and the offensive line. All lines have some warts, and Sean, you know it from playing in the league. But if you know, when he misses four, five games, I don't know who they're going to throw out there left tackle. Well, That's and- the problem. And Nui, I just want to jump in there because and we're talking to Nui Scruggs from the NBC affiliate in, in Dallas. You know, Sean was was pretty critical and and has a lot of questions about Tyler Smith and kind of what you alluded to. So what has been the early returns? I know they haven't really put on pads yet, but from what you've heard, uh, what has been the response? I You know, I know Jarrah had to hold up his, uh, his sheet there and tell everyone, no, no, we didn't reach for Tyler Smith at 24. He was, he was high on our board. W- what are you hearing about... Uh, Tyler Smith out of Tulsa. Project. <laughs> That's good. And <laughs> he's a project. I mean, let, let's let's not sit up here and lie. Um, but at the same time, I under I understand the thinking. Where they were drafting at, they could not keep ignoring the left tackle spot. So last year, there was a lot of debate about taking the kid from Northwestern, Rashawn Slater, who ended up having a fantastic year with, with the Chargers. Um, it was, it, that was the conversation, was taking a corner, or do you go take a tackle? And they obviously took Parsons, and, and you know, the unanimous defensive rookie of the year, they made a heck of a choice. But that conversation was like, hey, man, we, we know Tyron's an issue. So in taking Smith, their thought process was, okay, we can put him and play him at guard where we know we're light and got to face the Aaron Donalds of the world who've been running over Connor Williams, who, oh, by the way, went to the Dolphins, another Cowboy they signed. They go find out, like, ooh. What I've picked up so far, Nui, very high on uh, on the Dolphins acquisitions uh, this, <laughs> this offseason. Nui, before we let you run, we got about a minute uh, and change, so I want to let you be able to expound on it. Right now, would you pick the Cowboys, who are a slight favorite over the Eagles, to win the division? No. Who would you pick to win the division? Eagles? Uh, commanders? No, I ain't picking the Commanders to do nothing. Man, the Commanders uh, are going to have a breakout year, can Dewey. You let our, Carson can Wentz. Can you let our esteemed guest speak, Sean? That's not very polite of I'm you. I'm sorry. Hey, why, 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 why are you rolling with Carson Wentz? All he do is get tossed around, man. I've been, trying to, tell, I've been trying to tell him, Dewey, but, you know. He, I mean, what's my option? Jalen Hurts? Got a lot of pieces. Uh, you know what? Hurt, yeah, that's what I say, man. If they're smart, you use the pieces around him and use his legs, and you'd be okay, man. You'd be okay. I say the way, same thing with Dak Dallas Prescott, and Dak. Dak. Dak will use his legs this year because he's healthy, man. Dude wasn't healthy last year. 100%. He lied to us that he was all good, but he wasn't where he needed to be. So, but but no, I don't I don't I don't trust the offensive line yet, and I don't trust the coordinator. So I'm not really ready to come out here and say, oh, they're going to win the division. Plus, the schedule is hard, man. The first two games are at home against Tampa Bay and home against Cincinnati. They could be zero and three. 
They got Aaron Rodgers on the schedule. You got Matt Ryan on the schedule. They got some quarter. You look at that Cowboy schedule. The quarterback is great. We got to run up against a heartbreak. New Great stuff. Great stuff. NBC affiliate there in Dallas. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VSIN Summer Special is here. For only $19, you get everything VSIN has to offer from now to the end of July. Sign up today and you'll get VSIN's daily best bets. That includes Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets, NFL preseason coverage, premium articles on golf, UFC, NASCAR, whatever you want, we have. So if you want that full VSIN experience, which features a daily best bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools and a live video stream whenever you want it, cost only $19 through the end of this month. Sign up now, vsin.com slash summer. Alongside Rivals.com, AAC, Recruiter of the Year, Sean King. Yo, I, yo. I am Tim Murray. Um, it's cool to be able to have, like, all those different titles. No, yeah. big time. No, he doesn't seem too high on the Cowboys. He does not. Uh, I want to get into that uh, right now. So we're doing our summer conditioning. We're going to be doing this, looking at every single team in the NFL over the next month or so uh, here on the Nightcap. And tonight... We're starting it off with the Dallas Cowboys, America's team. Uh, Dave Ross probably didn't enjoy that last interview. Uh, our VSIN homer on the Dallas Cowboys. You always have to have one. You always have to have some guy on your staff that is just a, a blind. I love Dave Cowboys. Ross. He gave, he gave me Gamrot at plus 230 in yeah. the UFC main event, and he won. Dave's great. But Dave's doesn't great sound like UFC, but football uh, season is going to be as kind to him. Well, so let's get to uh, what we just uh, talked to Newey Scruggs from the NBC affiliate in Dallas. By the way, you should have heard him and Sean off air. You guys are <laughs> hilarious together. <laughs> that's my guy. I mean, I've been knowing Newey for years. That's my dude. That, that's my guy. Great dude. Passionate uh, sports fan. I mean, when he, me and him get together in Dallas, it's, it's truly a riot. Yeah. Uh, I was getting a, a glimpse of it. It was pretty funny to hear you guys talk about it. But, um, I don't. There were so many things to hit on, and I think the biggest takeaway for me, Sean, was I think Newey and many of uh, of the folks down in Dallas 
they aren't they're not seeing this Kellen Moore phenomenon that other people seem to be loving as the OC. He was very critical of Kellen Moore and said he's the biggest issue. I can believe that. I mean, you had the pieces last year. I mean, no matter what you think of Cedric Wilson after the Miami Dolphins compensated him at the level that they did, last year Cedric Wilson, Amari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb, uh, Pollard, Ezekiel Elliott, then uh, what's the receiver that's injured now? Uh, the one they just paid this offseason, the Cowboys. Michael Gallup. Michael Gallup. Yep. So, I mean, it's not like you didn't have weapons. Yeah. And it's the coordinator's job. Now, some of it falls upon Dak, but it's the coordinator's job to, to get guys the ball. Newey's probably a lot closer. And being an insider, I would presume that maybe internally the shine is not as bright on Kellen Moore as some people may think. But I look at Kellen Moore as what he actually is. He's still a fairly inexperienced offensive play caller. That's why I thought it was ludicrous that people were even considering him for a head coaching job because I still think he has a lot of growth as a play caller, I mean, he's still relatively new as an offensive coordinator. I mean, so you learn the more you hold the job, hopefully. You become more experienced. You become wiser. And I think that's the path he's on. So, you know, I, I, I'm not siding with Dallas to win the NFC East because I think they're flawed on both lines, which is why I made that a priority to ask Nui. And I think there's just more value on the Washington Commanders. Well, it's it's funny, and you know you you know where I stand on the Eagles. They're they've been the hot team, which makes me a bit nervous because everybody's kind of been you know on their bandwagon. Their odds have have dropped. Um, earlier today on the Lombardi line, uh, we it was I think it was Thomas Gable from uh, was it the Borgata uh, talking about the odds that have ticked up on on the Cowboys. They were kind of the hot team last year, and so far, there's there's not a lot of of buzz on the Cowboys, and you see the odds right there at DraftKings, Sean. They opened odds on at most spots. They're now plus one thirty at DraftKings to win this division. The Eagles have dropped all the way down to plus one sixty. Newey also talked about the very questionable offensive line, which has got to be a, a big concern. Mm-hmm. You're not you were not a fan whatsoever of Tyler Smith out of Tulsa, right. and he seems to be right now the answer at left guard. Well, they're going to be forced to play him because of a lack of any other qualified bodies. Well, and then the big question that I have and another thing Nui mentioned, right? Tyron Smith at, at left tackle, it's a 17-game schedule. Nui was pretty upfront saying he's not going to play 17 games. Right. He hasn't played 17 games in a long, long time, or he hasn't played a full season, I should say. So you've got an aging offensive line with a project at left guard. Lael Collins leaves in free agency, so there's a lot of questions there on the offensive line. A quarterback that doesn't want to run. You you lose Amari Cooper, 68 catches, 865 yards, eight touchdowns. You lose Cedric Wilson. I understand that, um, you know, Newey doesn't think that Cedric Wilson's. he said he's a nice player, but it's still production, right? I mean, that's 45 catches, 602 yards, and, yeah. and six touchdowns. So what I thought about Randy Gregory. And and CD and, and Michael Gallup is out, what, the start of the you know first six, eight games? And as Newey mentioned, then there's the schedule. So, look, they still have talent. They, they still do. Have, they have a good quarterback in Dak Prescott. They've got, when motivated, a very good running back. But, I mean, we've seen. When I look at Dallas last year, the, the thing that scares me. He won 12 what, games last year. Right. Here's why I bring up Randy Gregory. Okay, great. He wasn't a double-digit sack guy, but he was a guy you couldn't just single. But 
Dallas led the NFL in defensive touchdowns last year. That's not really a sustainable statistic. So once you take away the fact that that Dallas defense was actually scoring points, you know, not just turning the other team over, but turning it directly into points, you look at the offensive line, it's not as good as it was last year. And even last year, there were question marks. Ezekiel Elliott, who people thought was already old last year, is a year older. As you mentioned, Michael Gallup's not in the on the team. Omari Cooper's not on the team. Cedric Wilson's not on the team. So new faces, new names are going to have to step up. And then you're not getting any value at plus 130 on the Cowboys to win the East. And the reason that I'm so high on the commanders is because basically, Tim, I can take – Jalen Hurts, who I still have question marks about at, what is it, plus 180, the Eagles are. Or I can get Carson Wentz, who, hey, granted, I know he might lose two games, but I also think he might get NFC East player of the week four or five times next year at plus 500. So I'm just looking at it from strictly a value standpoint. When you look at that division, the value is with the commanders, in my opinion, not the Cowboys. Well, and we'll get to the commanders on Wednesday and the Eagles tomorrow. And I'm just comparing – why I don't like the Cowboys. And, and and here's one thing, too. And, you know, I, I told everybody when I made my bet at the Westgate, it was plus 275, I think. Uh, who was it? Uh, we've had a couple people on the network get it at you know, three to one. I mean, I don't. I agree with you. The value is really not there anymore with the Eagles. Mm-hmm. I think they'll win this division. I don't know. At plus 160, I'm betting it. I do agree that there is some interesting value there with the commanders at five to one. And I don't dislike the commanders. I just like the Eagles more. But at this current price point, I understand where you're coming from. There's because what you're asking me to do is when it comes to the Dallas Cowboys, though, Sean. I mean, look at the crossover games, right? I mean, and you know how I feel about strength of schedule. Now you can bring it up and make it up, but you know how I feel about strength of schedule. I I, no, I understand that, and but I I just it's it's worth pointing out that you know when you win the division, you have to play a first place schedule. That's true. So the Cowboys have to play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to start the season for a second consecutive year. Nobody else in the NFC East plays the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They have to play the Cincinnati Bengals. Nobody else in that division plays the Cincinnati Bengals. So, and then you play, um, you play the Rams. So you look at the, 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 the crossover for a team like the Eagles, Arizona, New Orleans, instead of Tampa Bay, and the Rams. Right. So there's that crossover. You know, like they're James? also go, they're also going on the road at Green Bay. I like Jameis. I like Tom Brady a little bit more. It's gonna be interesting because I don't think Tampa's nearly as strong as they were last year, but I definitely don't think Dallas is either. Yeah. I mean, look at that. Now, ske- offensively, I think Tampa's gonna to be start really year. good. Sunday night football to open the season. It's gonna be packed against Tampa Bay. Circle Sports. If you haven't made oh, plans, you should great. be here. Remember last year, Dallas. Uh, versus Tampa. Oh my gosh, phenomenal! That was awesome. That was that was uh, that was a tremendous uh, spot. Um, but it, you just you you look at the three games that they get: Buccaneers, Bengals, and Rams. Because there's now that extra game, so the crossover they get the AFC North champion and everybody else. You know. So right quick before right we now. go to break, yeah. do you see any? value from a betting standpoint on Dallas as it pertains to this division? Do you like any of those numbers? I definitely don't like I mean, plus 130, no. Uh, To miss the playoffs at plus 195, we'll talk about that on the other side. I think that's interesting Hmm. because I think the commanders are improved. Could I see it? He's coming around. I never... 
kind of twist my words. <laughs> Never said I didn't like the Commanders. I was spot on about them last year, wasn't I? Mm-hmm. Thank you. Maybe I know. Maybe I know a little bit. Taylor Heineke. It's not Carson Wentz. <laughs> <laughs> From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 